Last week in the Gospel of Matthew, we heard Jesus call Simon the fisherman Peter, the rock on which he would build his church. And this week, just four verses later, Jesus calls Peter Satan. You're listening to The Weekly Word with Chris Mueller from Everyday Catholic. When Peter declared that Jesus was the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God, and Jesus agreed, well, the apostles must have been filled with awe and expectation. The Messiah was a figure that generations of Jews had hoped and prayed for. It was believed that the Messiah would restore the kingdom of David and overthrow the oppressors of God's people. And now, here was Jesus, who was obviously amazing, and who many had hoped was the Messiah, and it turns out he, in fact, was. So I can imagine the apostles were beginning to think about the glorious reign in the kingdom Jesus was going to establish. The only problem was, Jesus didn't act like he was supposed to. In fact, immediately after it's revealed that he is indeed the Christ, Jesus begins to talk constantly about his death. Here's what it says in Matthew 16, 21. From that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly from the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. Now, apparently, it got to be a bit much. And finally, Peter decided that somebody had to do something. I mean, Scripture relates that Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. Now, I imagine it's like one of those scenes where the general begins to panic, and one of his enlisted men who's there in the private moment slaps him across the face and says, Get control of yourselves! The troops are depending on you! Now, in the movie, the general may shoot a stern glance at the sergeant, but typically, they act like they've been pulled out of a trance and they dart into action, changed. Yeah, that's not what happened in the gospel. Instead of snapping out of it, Jesus instead turns to Peter and says, Get behind me, Satan. You're an obstacle to me. You're thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. So, yeah, not like the movie at all. I think this story is essential for our day. I mean, more and more, it seems like people want the church to say easy things. They want the church to say God loves everyone and have their choices affirmed. And when the church says hard stuff like, no, that's not how marriage works, or every human life has value from conception to the grave, or, you know, I'm sorry, there are only two genders. Well, the culture shouts back, that's not what the church is supposed to sound like. The church is supposed to talk about love. The church is stay out of political issues. And the thing is, well, Jesus was not the Messiah the people were looking for. He was the Messiah people needed. He was the Messiah that we still need. He was and is a savior that came to do so much more than the people of his time expected. And the truth is, he's still doing it. As modern believers, we have to fight the same urge that Peter gave into. Instead of confronting or ignoring the church, the body of Christ, when it says things that are hard for us to hear, we need to humble ourselves and ask why. What's the bigger truth that's being revealed? How does this fit into Jesus' mission of salvation? Sure, it may be hard to hear. It may even hurt my feelings or the feelings of people I care about. But that doesn't mean that it isn't coming out of love for love. I mean, interestingly, Jesus calls Peter Satan. The word means deceiver. Now, out of the best intentions, Peter sought to deceive Jesus, to tell him a story that wasn't true, but would make everyone feel better. And Jesus rebuked it sharply. There's a lot of deception in our world right now. There are a lot of voices seeking to make people feel better about their choices, but ultimately, they're deceiving them towards the truth. 
As a believer in Jesus, I have to test myself by this story. Do I soften the hard things the church teaches to comfort people? Am I deceiving others towards God's will by protecting them from having their feelings hurt? Am I more concerned with people liking me than I am with their eternal salvation? Am I a good intention deceiver? This has been the Weekly Word from Everyday Catholic. Everyday Catholic is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we depend on the support of listeners like you. If this podcast is serving you, please consider going to everydaycatholic.com forward slash donate and making a monthly pledge.